This is WFHB's Blooming Out, your weekly update on issues in the LGBTQIA community with your hosts, Melanie, Ireland, and Justin. Are you so Blooming Out is produced by Ireland Meacham and Melanie Davis with executive producer Kyria Greenberg. Tune in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. to hear the discussion from local LGBTQIA voices. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Justin Robertson. And I'm Ireland Meacham. Before we get into our show, let's catch up with the Blooming Out crew. Ireland, how is your week? It's been I've been very stressed since school started, but it's it's a good kind of busy, I think. I'm doing a lot of really cool stuff that I love, so um, it's your yeah. final it's your final semester, My right? Final semester. Woo! What's the stuff that you love? Well, this and yes. um, the other podcast I work for, which is Just Married. Mm-hmm. Blooming out listeners know what that is. We um, love it. We love that. Um, and I'm working at Inkwell, which is just a really – I, I kind of want to talk about Inkwell a little bit because, wow, is it a queer-affirming space. Right. Yes. It's amazing. Like, I have been working there for, I think, mm, a month and a half or so. And I just – I love it. Like, everyone there is super nice. Everyone is super respectful of everyone's pronouns and, like – there's no animosity at all. Like, there's, you know, some other places I've worked, like, people, it's not necessarily, like, homophobic or anything, but it's just, like, people just have, like, a, I don't know, a negative attitude about a lot of things. Like, oh, I'm at work. I hate being at work and all this. Right. But it's not like that at Inkwell. Like, people are so down to cover other people's shifts when it needs to happen, and we it just feels like a team. And the person who owns it, Tracy, is amazing, and she and her partner do all the... Um, she her partner does like the business stuff, and Tracy does all the baking and like running of the of the store. And they're the sweetest and the best. And yeah, so shout out to Inkwell. I really love yes. working awesome. there. Well, I, I want to say I don't know if we've talked about it before. Yeah. I know that we had Tracy on the show once. I think it was before was you prior, came on yeah. Ireland. I, um, I go way back with Tracy. Oh yeah, Tracy gave me one of my first jobs no when really? I was seventeen. Yeah, no way. She she trained me. To be the person I am today. Oh my god! Awesome. So, I don't know that I thank her for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did a great job and was a great boss. And she owned a fabulous bakery here called the Red Chair Bakery. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a job, and I couldn't. This was back in the '80s. I couldn't figure out the blues, you know, the price lookups and stuff. Yeah, I was always messing it up. But you I finally blue. learned. <laughs> yeah, I was only 17 or something. But and now yeah. you can blue every day. But I can pl- now. I can plew every day. I don't have to anymore. Does anybody plew? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Think, I don't no, you don't even know I what it think, is. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, okay. I well, it, it was a number system. Yeah, it was predated skew. Item. Now we have square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was... There's there's plew and then there's skew SKU and then I don't now. It's just like just. Yeah, it. now it's just yeah. you, it's just you a punch computers. a, a yeah. touch screen. Yeah, it's right. much easier. There's a button that says coffee. Oh, uh, <laughs> island the days when we worked at coffee shops and had to go uphill both ways. Right. To serve the coffee. With yeah, your no, plues. It's, with the, the plues. <laughs> you guys walked so I could run. <laughs> you should sing the plues. But I... <laughs> Lady sings the plues. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um 
but I just wanted to affirm what you're saying because even now, 30 years later, mm-hmm. I still have great feelings about that place. And I became great friends with everybody that works there mm-hmm. and I'm still friends with everybody. Yep. Yeah. Both you know? great. It's so. great. It's great. It's great. I can't Good. say that enough. When Whenever I had, you know, punch in a meeting for somebody on my phone, the location pops up as Inkwell. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, think yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for Melanie I, and I. Even before I worked oh, there, we always office? had our like, yeah, well, kind of right now meetings, like Fonzie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like Fonzie. Yeah, you. Are, well, you're very cool. Oh, I won't have to go jump some sharks. Coolest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no sharks will be hurt in the jumping of them. So, uh, yeah, the Inkwell is, is a really cool space. I know a lot, you know, you and a few other people that work there mm-hmm. and, uh, and definitely queer affirming. And it's got that famous little picture up on the wall. that says coffee makes gay. Yep. That's, which is apparently a print that you can get online and I am definitely getting it online. Oh, <laughs> oh that's actually before I like leave Bloomington eventually. Wait, what? So, so. Yeah. You, we will not let you leave Bloomington. <laughs> you are born and raised I'm, here and you're going to stay here, I'm young lady. stay here my <laughs> <life>. <laughs> Well, didn't do that to her, no. I'm just kidding. It's good to get out. Well, yeah, especially says the person who goes to Paris every, like, you know, other week. Well, I don't <laughs> go to Paris every other week. Oh, I I'm wish. sorry. London My goodness, is in between there. So fabulous. Right? But and it's really good to have you to all be together again. It's good to see you, Ireland. It's, it's been a long time. It's good to see you, too. It has been a while, and yeah. I, I'm really glad to be back. And I, yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to get back into it and for this fall. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of new things coming to Blooming Out that are very exciting. So... Yes. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of uh, that sound you heard on my phone, uh, which I did not switch off, was uh, Lucas uh, and, you know, talking our about engineer. our engineer uh, talking about something that uh, he will have for us. So exciting. Uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. We're putting it all together. So um, my week has been crazy. Thanks for asking. I think it's a function of the chair here. Um, (laughs) But uh, I am actually going to have to scoot out of here uh, soon and go help set up for a PFLAG meeting for the B-Town PFLAG. If you look us up on Facebook, we're there. Um, Hopefully we're going to be doing Instagram and Twitter and all that other fun stuff. And eventually we'll have our own webpage. But it's um, it's our monthly open meeting, and that means anybody can come and find kinship. PFLAG is parents and families of lesbians and gays, but of course it, it covers everyone. If you have somebody in your life uh, who's LGBT and, um, and you feel like supporting them or you need support, it's a great place to go and find that. And uh, today uh, uh, we're actually going to be talking about... Um, LGBT in law, and that's going to come up later in one of the one of the news articles. Mm-hmm. So um, things are getting dicey out there uh, for for LGBT rights yeah. uh, because nothing's been put into stone. So they can switch us around, bend us, shape us any way they want us. No, they can't have us like that. Nope. No, we won't let them. We no, we're not going to allow that. Never going back. No. So not going back. But. Um, PFLAG has a lot of uh, uh, interesting uh, programming for for each month, and you come in and you learn something new, and you leave uh, a little bit better, and hopefully uh, your people are are supported and you're supported, and, and it's just a great space to um, find camaraderie 
And, you know, a lot of people's kids are coming out younger now mm-hmm. and they feel kind of lost, you know, a lot of uh, even LGBT folk who have kids and their kids come out. They're like, oh, wait, they're not they're not part of the same group as me. So, you know, uh, a gay couple might have a lesbian child and they're like, how do I do that? Or a trans child and where how do I navigate this? Or, um, you know, there's there's. Being a parent is tough. Is tough. It's, it's, it's a lot to do. So, uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you can say that again, right? Just ask your parents. No, no, it's okay. No, it's I mean, you can relate from the other side too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Kids with with LGBT parents, it's the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you can come there and be like. Hey, you know, my my parent just came out or my parents have been out forever. Mm-hmm. I still am trying to figure out, you know, what this is all about or however like it goes me, for you. I'm planning to drag my straight parents there, so Awesome. <laughs> yeah, join us. Yeah. That'd be great. Not do drag. they want they, to go? Yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Bring them in drag. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Bring, bring them, them in drag. drag. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah. Dragging somebody that would in be really another, awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> If only. Wow, we've already come to the quarter hour here. So uh, before we get into the news, I think we should take our first music break. My visionary is a vision. I watch her dancing by the window and it rips my flesh to ribbons. And the whole world is just ripples in the middle distance I listen to her hips I push my kisses to her lips We move like we were born to move The night is teeth and pistons And there is something in this tenderness That makes me want to live Fire smoke Her mouth sets free this captive Come close to me Free me Let me untangle the madness that knocks you I drop to my knees and crawl across you I tell you I've got you It's fire smoke So go on, give me three days Of your body and mine Time is a blind eye And I see your mind in my mind's eye You make me immortal You take me to space You are a planet A place I've not known Your body is home to rare gods I kneel at their temple I'm blown to bits Gentle, ferocious We are open Explosives have nothing compared to these sparks So let's fall apart And then lie with me breathing In the den of the dark It's fire smoke Your mouth sets free this captive Come close to me, free me Untangle the madness that knots me You drop to your knees, you crawl across me You lick your lips softly It's fire smoke The fire rises between us A 
makes us get on the wrong trains Walk the wrong way Make strangers smile greetings on Lewisham Way I bathe in this fire It warms without burning Compels without force And it turns without turning the world So please, you keep your purpose Your poise And your journey I'll be by the fire Thinking nothing I've learned can prepare me For everything else that needs learning Is this how it feels to feel certain? Cause for so many years my love's been a burden But now comes this fire To cleanse and restore us To fuel us and calm us And push us both forward Welcome back to Blooming Out. That was Fire Smoke by Kate Tempest. I am going to leave for a second, folks, <laughs> and I'm leaving you in capable hands. That's what you think. <laughs> I have full I have full trust in you Dude. and your abilities. We've got this. Of course, you've got this. It. All right. So, um, <laughs> adios, folks. I'll be back in a little bit later on in the second part. And uh, and have a lovely day. Bye, Melanie. <laughs> Bye, Melanie. <laughs> Where's she so going? busy all the time. And we're alone now. <laughs> all and right. We're alone now. <laughs> I can't even remember how that goes. I was going to sing along, but oh well. Um, should we get into the news? Yeah, I think that's a good all idea. Right. There's some There's stuff a, here. Yeah, a really fun story, a good story uh, from right here in Bloomington. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, so a new team has been formed at the IU Health Center on campus um, to provide better support for transgender and non-binary students on campus. Mm-hmm. It's called the Gender Affirming Care Team, and it's launching this semester, so it's going on right now. Um, it's a joint effort between the medical services and the counseling and psychological services at the IU Health Center, um, and many people know that as CAPS. All the students call it CAPS. Uh as well as the health and sexu- as well as health and sexuality educators at the IU Health Health Center. Ooh, I can't even talk today. Um, according to Laura Nudson, a physician leading the team, the focus has mainly been on streamlining resources and removing barriers to treatment for transgender and non-binary students. In addition to continuing uh, previously prescribed and already established hormone treatments, the IU Health Center will now also initiate gender affirming hormones for students. The team has also led initiatives to update the IU Health Center's websites, uh, patient forms, and questionnaires, as well as the bathrooms in the building to be more gender inclusive. So all the IU Health staff are also getting gender sensitivity training, so that That's they have a, yeah they have yeah. a better uh, baseline knowledge of terminology regarding gender and how gender identity relates to a person's other identities. Like for example, I read that they're being taught that gender identity doesn't relate to sexual orientation, mm-hmm. which is a really important distinction to make. That's right. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, obviously, I didn't understand that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you learn something all the time, mm-hmm. which is great. Every flavor of human being. That's right. Uh, so the team has also been co- collaborating with the LGBTQ plus culture center on campus to make sure students' needs are being met by the services available at the health center. 
According to Doug Botter, a member of the gender-affirming care team, more and more transgender people are choosing to begin their transition during college years when they're away from home and discovering who they are for the first time, uh, which makes sense. So having this kind of support, support available is really critical. Um, Botter said, quote, currently we are seeing more transgender students than other queer students seeking our emergency financial aid. Because IU has been identified for some time now as queer friendly, it's important that we provide these students with these medical resources. Well, that's just fabulous. Yeah, and I got a notification on my uh, campus email for this. And I thought it was so cool and I wanted to talk about it because, um, yeah, I mean... IU is, yeah, like he said, like is identified as queer friendly, but some students would beg to differ, I feel like, you know. I mean, it's harder for some people than other people. Different spaces on campus and different groups and everything Mm -hmm. varies. But, um, you know, for me, I've found that it's been pretty affirming and um, I've met really good people on campus and we have a really great LGBTQ plus um, culture center, like I mentioned in the article. And I just think it's really, really awesome and important that um, they're taking into account the needs of all different types of students, you know, and like really working towards making people feel comfortable, especially at a health center. Like that's Mm -hmm. so important and um, something that a lot of different hospitals and government municipalities can learn from. Like this is something that needs to spread throughout Indiana, you know? Absolutely. And we are very lucky to have it here. And we're very lucky to have somebody like Doug, too, because Mm -hmm. he's been on the forefront of this type of stuff for, I don't know, 20 years or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he still leads the um, IU LGBTQ plus alumni association, but I know that he was instrumental in getting that started years and years and years ago. Was I saying his last name right? I don't know who he is. I had never heard of him before this. Oh, really? Oh, he's he's a legend. Oh, okay. Yeah, Doug's a legend. We should get him on the show sometime. We should, yeah. yeah to talk awesome. about this. That would be yeah, great. No, it would be great. Yeah. 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 We should do that. So I, I'm really glad that you brought this in because mm-hmm. I always like hearing good news and I think that this is great. This is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Long time coming, of course. You know Definitely, what I mean, as always. But it's always good to see that things are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also with the... Uh, I'm glad that like all the, the staff at the center are getting trained on, you know, sensitivity training, basically. Yes. And like, especially the... Um, the uh, CAPS, which is the mental health services, um, and you can um, sign up to have, like, free. There's, like, they, I think they upped their um, free uh, – every every student now gets three free appointments every semester from, from a counselor. Um, is that right? Too, yeah, but they just well, – I don't think we got any – yeah. Back in the Stone Age. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm always um, like, when I hear things like that, I'm very happy for all of you, but I'm also a little bit jealous. Yeah. And I'm like, well, can I go back and do it over again? Because, or, <laughs> or, yeah. or do I get my free ones now? I know, right? <laughs> Retroactively? Uh, you should be able to. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's great because there was one quote in the article I was reading about it that was, um, I think, Doug again, and he was saying that. Um, the the uh, training is good because you know so people don't have to go in and like hope they're getting the one good doctor that actually knows something about mm-hmm. them and, right and they won't have to explain themselves you know because I know for a lot of LGBTQ plus people it feels exhausting to have to explain to tell the story over and over again and like, is what I hear oh yeah, yeah. and um, 
and I've had experience with that too. It's it sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like. Yeah, but I'm glad that the counseling and psychological services are, like, working to be better at that as well because, um, yeah, I've had different experiences there, but um, and I've heard a lot of my friends have different personal experiences. Some are good, some are not so good. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad that they're they're working to, like, improve and always continue to improve because you can never just – stop in that field you know you oh we're good right. we know everything like right yeah although so. some people do have that attitude in every field but right. <laughs> also in the medical <laughs> establishment and um yeah i think that this is just a wonderful thing yeah that they're doing so. i'm excited i was just really pumped to talk about that today yeah that's awesome thank yeah. you for bringing that in of course all right what else do we have well you know we have a interesting story that i had read about too and i was very intrigued by Mm -hmm. and it's a man whose name is actually McCree game which (laughs) is a very interesting name (laughs) at first I thought it was a company but uh McCree game he um founded he was the founder of hope for wholeness network which is one of the nation's most prominent conversion therapy programs and he has interestingly enough recently come out against conversion therapy practices and has also come out as gay himself, which, which is, is sort of not a surprise, right? <laughs> right. The <laughs> queer community. I've seen all these articles, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not surprised in the least." <laughs> right. And uh, for those of you who don't know, um, conversion therapy is a discredited practice that attempts to change LGBTQ plus uh, people's gender identity or their sexual orientation. It is actually illegal now in 18 states and as well as in the District of Columbia, but it is still legal in South Carolina where Game worked for 20 years in the field. Uh, He created slogans that promoted the idea of, quote, freedom from homosexuality through Jesus Christ, unquote, and preached that LGBTQ plus people were doomed for all eternity if they did not change their ways, which is such a sad thing. Yeah. I mean, tell me about your, to feel about yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel sympathy yeah, for people like this because I, I don't know what it would like to be like to have that worldview, mm-hmm. but it must be really terrifying. So deeply, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, it's definitely, I, I laughed about it earlier, but it's, it's, it would be such a horrible internal struggle. And so many people in our community have gone through that. Um, and I can only imagine the level at which he experienced it. Exactly. Being the head of this organization. Like the stress that he must just internally feel with all of this. So I'm very happy for him that he's gotten out of that. And I I guess uh, he was fired from Hope of Wholeness Network two years ago by his board of directors. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was the best thing that ever happened to him. I think so too. I mean, (laughs) obviously I don't know. I can't speak for him, but that, I mean... Yeah, and I I couldn't find anywhere when I was researching this, like, what the events were that led up to his being fired, Mm -hmm. but it's probably obviously something to do with his coming to terms with things and figuring things out and realizing. Um, So it's it's for the best, probably. I think it is. And, um, well, he now says that he realizes the harm he's caused, Mm -hmm. and he's he's apologized in a Facebook post. Um, he said that all con- conversion therapy centers should be closed, but that he would support them becoming support groups 
for LGBTQ plus people who believe being queer is incongruous with their faith. And um, apparently he wrote on Facebook, it's all, quote, it's all in my past, but many, way too many, continue believing that there is something wrong with themselves and wrong with people that choose to live their lives honestly and openly as gay, lesbian, trans, etc. The very harmful cycle of self-shame and condemnation has to stop. I'm just so happy that he feels that way now. Yeah, me and too. And it's, you know, it take, I mean, he obviously has a lot of influence, empowered to, right. I mean, this organization was one of the biggest and most influential mm-hmm. conversion therapy programs in the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having the founder say, yeah, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. And uh, another thing, like he, in his this Facebook post, he uh he apologized and he said, I was wrong and I'm sorry for the way that I treated people and, the, and what I preached to people mm-hmm. and making them feel the way I did. And it's, you know, it's one thing to deal with that internal struggle inside yourself, but it's another thing to also perpetuate that onto other people. And I'm just glad that he, he realizes the influence that he had. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a big man to come out and apologize. Yeah, definitely. And to realize this. So um, he has my whole support. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know if you, you know people who have been through conversion therapy, but I knew some people that have from very religious families who, and it just did a lot of damage to them. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know anyone personally, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not healthy. No. And I know, I think that the families think that they're doing the best thing. You know, they probably love their children, but they're just not getting it. Right. And it's, I mean, it's hard to come to that real, I mean, in a, in a, you know, in the, in the faith, I don't know. I don't don't know much about it, but um, people who aren't gay and believe that it must, must be even harder for them to like come to terms with someone, a child being gay than like, you know, a child like hearing that and saying, well, I'm not like that, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it, you know, well, th- that's something that I learned through knowing some of these evangelical families. Right. At first, I thought, oh, they're just anti gay, and they're hateful people. And that's actually not always the case. I've learned they love their children very much. But when you are afraid mm-hmm. that your child is going to spend eternity in right. hell, yeah. what a horrifying prospect that must be for the parent and for the children and i don't want to step on anybody's belief system but it just seems really unhealthy to me and i i just i'm starting to see people change Mm -hmm. and being like you know Mm -hmm. maybe this isn't the case maybe they're exactly wonderful and lovable the way they are and they are you know so i like to see this and obviously yeah i don't want to step on anyone's faith either but anything that any institution is th- that is that fear-based right. doesn't seem like a good thing. No, exactly. You know, I, th- I am very respectful. Like, I am not a religious person myself. I feel like I'm very spiritual, but mm-hmm. not really. I don't. Right. Um, but not any organized religion. No, or, yeah. But I think, you know, what most religions come down to, and I'm really respectful of, of any religion, and I admire people who are religious because – you know, like the healthy kind of religion is all about love, you right? Know? Right. And loving other people, doing mm-hmm. unto others as you would 
Exactly. Yeah. And Jesus never says to, you know, just like gay people or anything. Right. I don't ever know where that comes it's from. It's the, the, the ways that people are interpreting That's right. writings and whatever. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, good for Mr. Game. Yes. Which is an interesting last name. <laughs> yes, <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Game. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a music break and do some community updates. And we will be back with more news. Okay. Um, we can keep it running and we look can. at Tim okay. just cut this out. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to make it hard on you, Lucas. <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we can do this next article and then I'm trying to figure out because this is, that's just the amount of time that's been recorded. So, and music breaks will add. So it's 25. We have 25 minutes of tape so far. Okay. So music and breaks will add another like. 15 probably um ish i don't know lucas you could figure that out we'll just continue and i'll <laughs> let you deal with that <laughs> thank you okay okay should we go to should i welcome <laughs> us back because you're gonna do the next thing <clears throat> yeah that would okay. be good <clears throat> so let's see one two three welcome back to blooming out so ireland you have some more news for yes, us. Yes, one more locally based news article. So this is from LGBTQ Nation. Um, usually like, we like to sum up articles on the show, but mm-hmm. uh, this one just did it perfectly itself. So uh, India- Indiana's Republican Attorney General has put up a roadblock to an attempt to tweak the rules to correct the gender marker on state-issued IDs. The state's Bureau of Motor Vehicles proposed a rule change that would allow a person to update the gender marker on their driver's license or state ID with a birth certificate or a State Department of Health form. Currently, the BMV requires people to use its own form, which requires a doctor's signature. The rule was set to go into effect in October. But Attorney General Curtis Hill has refused to sign off on the rule change, saying that public notice wasn't sufficient. Hill did not say how much public notice he wanted for the rule change, but in a statement said that his objection to the rule change was entirely procedural. The statement said, quote, The Office of the Attorney General reviews proposed rules for form and legality. Any recommendation made by our office regarding such rules is based on those factors rather than specific subject matter. The BMV has recalled the rule change. Uh, the BMV commissioner, Peter Lacey, said that the purpose of the rule change was that the BMV doesn't want to deal with medical information. He said, quote, it makes more sense that the doctor's note be, be a State Department of Health form and that the State Department of Health would administer the physician portion. Okay. So, yeah, it's a lot of kind of legal mumbo-jumbo, but... Um, so w- w- when uh, you say the BMV has recalled the rule change, wh- what did they recall? They re- So the... Um, they proposed the the rule change that would allow a person to update the gender marker, make it easier, basically, to change your gender marker on your ID. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of the attorney general not signing off on it, um, they had to recall the rule okay, change. Okay, so, they, so, it was so it's said, not a change. Right, so it's not going to be a change. Okay, I so, just wanted to be clear right, on that. Right, yeah. That's how I was, it was reading it. It but. was supposed to go into effect in October, but it hasn't been cleared, so it's not happening. Um, Mm. which is unfortunate. It is. Yeah. And it, I mean, this debate is just, it's never ending. And well, I'm also curious about what it means that 
public notice wasn't sufficient. I yeah, mean, is it because like a... we need to let everybody know that wants to do this? <laughs> I mean, is that the reason? <laughs> oh, I think it was like... <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm being facetious. No, yeah, but, yeah. The... yeah. Oh, yeah, you were saying like the... <laughs> Sorry, this is a kind of a confusing article to try to sort <laughs> <Right>. through. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were saying like they didn't give the public enough time to like oh get ready like it's gonna be easier to change your gender marker you gotta be prepared right like, but what? that's, that that's, that's what I'm saying like yeah. the only people that it affects is the people that need to exactly. do it like who else needs to be it's, have sufficient time to be informed so that's what I'm, I'm being a, a dumb reason sarcastic for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically uh, the guy was it's a nonsensical reason that right yeah, exactly just... Curtis Hill Attorney General Curtis Hill Tisk tisk. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, so, I mean, th- I'm not sure if that proposal included the um, gender neutral marker, but I know the, mm. a lot of states have been transitioning to that. I know in California, for example, you can now have an X instead of an M or an F. Right, I think that we talked about that, maybe, but that's wonderful. Yeah, which yeah. is very exciting. And, um, yeah, and I... Also, the other thing that kind of bothers me is there's all this stuff about, well, you need to have a medical note, like a doctor's note in order to do this. Um, And yeah, like some people could do that, but there are a lot of non-binary people or trans people that don't either don't have the money Mm-hmm. Or don't feel the need to tran- medically transition. Right. And how are you going to get a doctor's no, note in that case? Right. You know. Right. Um, so I just think that that it, I mean this proposal would have made it that much easier for people to change their gender marker. But I think hopefully in the future we will come to a place that where we can like we don't have to prove that we're you know. It's it goes back to like people equating gender to sex and like you need to right. legally or like you know your your genitals need to match your driver's license like that's ridiculous <laughs> you know like yeah, well the, yeah the, I mean are they gonna have a box that says genitals right? you know what I yeah. Mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense God. have that checked yeah it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yeah oh what a bunch of hoo ha. <laughs> <laughs> sick there's been something going around yeah I, I think it's called allergies but maybe not you might be getting sick too but um yeah everybody is mm-hmm. like wheezing and sneezing and coughing yeah. and so Oof. i hope <laughs> it's not allergies because it's been going around for or it's going i've been a dealing time. with it for a while so i don't know well um let's take one more music break and then we'll come back with the rest of the show sounds good stay tuned And it's time to look at our community calendar. The events calendar is a volunteer-powered public service of your community radio station, WFHB. To get an event listed on our community calendar, please send the event name, date, time, and complete address of venue to calendars at wfhb.org at least one week in advance. We're going to take a look here now at our community update for the week. Let's have a look. On September 13th, this Friday, we have at the IU Cinema, Fast Color. 
In the dystopian near future of a drought-plagued American Midwest, a young woman, Ruth, with superhuman abilities is forced to go on the run when her powers are discovered. And that is September 13th at 7 p.m. until 8.45 p.m. at the IU Cinema. Then we also have on Friday Poetry Slam at the Bishop, and that is at 8.30 p.m. I think the admission for that is $5. Um, it's usually an open mic. Right here it says, sign up by commenting below, sending a direct message, or emailing bloomingtonpoetryslam at gmail.com. And this month's feature is local multimedia artist A. Bowden. A. Bowden is a conceptual artist that lives in Bloomington, Indiana. They believe in generational curses, arts and crafts, and slow movers. Come support local black talent this month. And let's look at a couple more events here we have coming up in Bloomington. On September 18th, that's Wednesday, we have NV's Open Stage, Bloomington's only gender-based performance open mic at the back door, and that is at 207 South College Avenue, around back in the alley. Want to try drag, burlesque, boylesque, good old-fashioned performance art? Now's your chance. All are welcome to participate. Just bring your own music and your fabulous selves. Who knows, you may end up in a show. And that's every Wednesday. Sign up at 10. The show is at 11. You can sign up by contacting Envy Debute by email at openstagebookings at gmail.com. We are listening to Kate Tempest. This is the album The Book of Traps and Lessons. The song currently is Hold Your Own. And we'll be right back with more Blooming Out. Is what you really want. Stop craving, hold your own But if you're satisfied with where you're at, with who you are You won't need to buy new makeup, or new outfits, or new pots and pans To cook new exciting recipes for new exciting people To make yourself feel like the new exciting person you think you're supposed to be Happiness the brand is not happiness. We are smarter than they think we are. They take us all for idiots, but that's their problem. When we behave like idiots, it becomes our problem. So hold your own. Breathe deep on a freezing beach. Taste the salt of friendship. Notice the movement of a stranger. Hold your own and let it be catching. Welcome back to Blooming Out. I've entered the room again. You've I'm come back. back. I came back through Thank the you. magic you do of radio. Love us. <laughs> I do, of was course. Was that something we said? <laughs> well, yeah, but we can't repeat it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back. Welcome back, Tommy. Thank, Thank you. No, I it was I double booked. Uh, How for was the meeting? The meeting was started off great, mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, we'd love to have uh, you know, tons of people there because the information being uh, presented is just you know, invaluable to, mm -hmm. to families and individuals everywhere. Um, so it was fantastic. And and they have 
cold drinks and and a uh, veggie platter, and I, my job is done. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm one of the the founding charter um, uh, board members, so, mm-hmm. uh, I, so I'm actually a gets... little responsible for some. Oh, you're respons- I thought you were going to say that gives you special privileges. I get to come and go. I get twice the broccoli <laughs> of anybody else. Oh, so. that's a deal. It is. That's worth doing it. I think. Actually, <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah. So, what, Melanie? You had something for us, didn't you, about nine eleven? Uh, yeah. This is. It's you know. It's hard commemorating, right? This is. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's yeah. 9-11, 9-11 was yesterday, and um. And you see all the things up on online, but we forget sometimes we had uh, an LGBT hero on board of uh, Flight 93 uh, for that morning. And his name was Mark Bingham. He uh, was one of the people on board of that flight that uh, took on the hijackers. He stormed the cockpit and, uh, and ultimately downed the flight and... Um, you know that was everybody on board was lost, um, but they weren't flown into another building. They weren't used as weapons, um, and and that we have to remember him for that. That was uh, an act of bravery. And when we talk about LGBT history, you know these are people that we should uh, bring up and um, and thank you, Mark, for for that act of bravery. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for reminding us of the LGBTQ plus heroes. Yeah. They don't get a whole lot of attention in traditional media, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's they why don't we're here. And in history classes, that's a big. That's right. A big thing that hopefully will be remedied, but um, yeah, it's important to talk about, especially spaces like this um, on this show. We should continue to mention, um, yeah, heroes and and um, historical figures in our community, right? Because the only way to keep the history of our community alive is to talk about it because yeah exactly it's not being taught in schools right so no and well uh i just got a message and i don't have it with me right now uh, of course but i just got a message from somebody over at iu and they're putting together an lgbt history club cool. uh, group that is yeah fabulous and they want to be on the show and yes. i yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's a resource that Greater Bloomington would be interested in too. Mm-hmm. So, and they're interested in reaching out beyond the student body. So, I think that's something that we need to uh, to you know put together and and help uh, uh, them get the word out because our history mm-hmm. is really important and it's vibrant and it's essential to human history. Um, it is human history. Mm-hmm. It is but, human history. Yeah. But when people... When it's been edited out too right. often. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to fit the narrative. Right. Um, but, you know, the other narrative is we're here and we're queer and we've always been. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Get used man. to it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there are initiatives in state legislatures across the country to try to be inclusive of that information. It's not necessarily teaching you know uh, uh, LGBT history itself it's teaching the contributions of LGBT people mm-hmm. in history and making sure that people understand because heterosexuality is is uh, considered the norm 
and is treated as, you know, just as, as the base uh, information. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, uh, um, you know, look at Alexander the Great. Of course, he was heterosexual. Look at all of his wives. And, uh, but, you know, they don't mention his his lifetime lover and uh, right. companion um, because that's inconvenient to the narrative. Right. Right. It doesn't go with the narrative. What do they say? History is written by the the victor or whatever. The, right, mm-hmm. but I don't it, want to say victor, but because that seems like that there's yeah. a, and it's not really about. It's not that, but it's it it by the dominant culture. Exactly. Right. So, um, exactly. I believe in the distant past, his lover or lovers were often mentioned. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, it was, was always a part of. That was part of the narrative then, right? And it's different now. It is different, and um, because things were accepted in mm-hmm. the past that are not accepted. In yeah, I read. I don't know if I talked about this, but I read about an interesting article on the BBC that was about the invention of heterosexuality. Oh, yeah. So that's. I, I mean, it's a whole other topic we can't get into, but <laughs> it really changed my mind about a lot of things. Like in many ways, back in the past, people were much more relaxed and accepting Mm -hmm. of LGBTQ plus people. Now, sometimes they weren't. Of course, sometimes they burned them or whatever. It just depends on when you're talking about. But yeah, there has been a concerted effort to have the heterosexual narrative, especially since Victorian times. Right. Yeah. There was uh, a book that came out when when the movement started to adopt the um, let's get marriage uh, equalized and, and you know, get that as a, a, a major goal. There was a, a book that was widely publicized. It was same-sex unions in pre-modern Europe, I want to say. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was, uh, you know, revelatory. It Absolutely. opened my eyes to a lot of things that uh, even the church sanctioned same-sex unions. And right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a perfectly normal and acceptable thing, then even encouraged within the army. Oh, in yeah, in the Greek and mm-hmm. or no Spartan army, wasn't it? The Spartan, yeah, yeah, Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just carrying on the Spartan tradition, folks. <laughs> I don't know if that's always a good thing, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Well, but anyway, we're, we're a part of history, yeah. right? Okay. We yeah, are, yeah, we... of course. <laughs> um, I have one little plug before yeah. films. We're about to run yeah. out of time. But um, I have a, a comedy show. I'm in a sketch comedy group at IU called Boy in the Bubble, and we have shows every other Saturday. And I really should mention this more on the show, but uh, Please. It's, it's a queer topic because I'm in the group. That's and right, also, and you're queer. A lot of the people, surprisingly, in the group are queer. Yeah. Um, yeah, about like half the guys and like most of the girls that are in the group are queer. So it's it's a pretty cool thing. But we have a show this Saturday, nine thirty p.m. in the Fine Arts Building, um, the room zero one five. Uh, if you're interested, so that is so awesome. Yeah. What's the cost? Zero dollars and zero cents. That's too much. <laughs> That's perfect. That's what I've got. Yeah. So, so come. <laughs> Can we bargain with something? Get in. <laughs> You could all. We always accept donations to feed our um, our our squad. So I don't I'm. I really want to see you. I can't make it this Saturday, okay. but I'm going to come sometime. I will start. Mentioning I love it comedy on the groups. Shows whenever love I, whenever yes. I have a show. So yes, yeah. yeah. And this and is my last semester of doing it. I've been in it since I was a freshman. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah. That's so exciting. Awesome. I would mention that. Well, break a leg. <laughs> Congratulations. You're going to do great. Thank you. And Melanie, are you there. going? I'll be okay. there. Yeah. Then tell me all about it. Yeah. Oh, I'll videotape it. I would love that. Or they don't say videotape anymore, do they? No. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they who's they? <laughs> who's they? Me? I should capture it upon the moving picture machine. <laughs> <laughs> the Nickelodeon. The Nickelodeon, uh, yes. <laughs> no. Will you Nickelodeon it? What? <laughs> so melanie you have an update for us don't you i do i have a couple updates about the um bloomington lgbtiq center that's kind of run all together um we uh took a little break from our fundraising campaign um you know for bloomington pride we Mm -hmm. didn't want to compete with them Mm -hmm. um that's uh you know such an amazing organization and uh, I didn't want to kind of steal anything away from that over there. Right. But the season is moving on, and uh, we are kicking the fundraising back up. Um, related to that, we had an offer for a building. Uh, oh, wow, really? And, and we were unable to, uh, to make good on that. Oh, we no. accept it. Um, just because we were still young right. and we yeah. didn't have enough money in the bank to, right. you know, get more than a month mm-hmm. uh, and some on it. So we wanted to have uh, a little bit more leeway mm-hmm. um, uh, or, or padding, not leeway, in order to fully take advantage of right. Uh, right. these offers. But, you know, that was one that was I feel like there's the that guy in the commercial with the with the dollar bill and a. On a, a fishing line, <laughs> like, almost got it, <laughs> almost there. Whoop, gotta be faster than that. So that is, that's where we're at mm-hmm. uh, for that. So fundraising, eighteen thousand is what we're going for. Three grand is a little bit over three grand is what we've had. Okay, uh, some of that has been spent already on things like um, boosting posts and getting advertising going. Right, we're going to try to get some yard signs. And uh, and business cards, mm-hmm. you know, to pass out to people. I've spoken to so many folks who just, you know, random, and they've heard of this. So this is great. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm it's, so glad the word is getting out. And, I mean, social media, I'm sure, has been a huge part of that. Like, And um, so what can people do to help spread the word, and where should they go to donate? So we are, we have our um, our Facebook site. Up mm-hmm. right now, I am still working on the uh, website, and if anybody wants to talk about um, inclusion things on the website, um, uh, want to, I, I put out a post about donating uh, photos to the website. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have any LGBT related photos that you'd like to see go up, uh, you can send them to me, and that's Bloomington Center, all one word, at gmail and um, and I'll work with you on that and let you know what we need as far as like releases and stuff. And um, so there's that. The the fundraiser is through GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And if you search for Getting Started, Bloomington LGBTIQ Plus Center, we're we're there. We'll pop right up. Perfect. So uh, just Google search. Just Google search on the or. Go to the GoFundMe site right. and search in there. And you can also find us on Facebook, and that is Bloomington LGBTIQ Plus Center, mm-hmm. and we'll pop up there. And then you can see in the links on how to how to donate. Yeah. 
so yeah this is very exciting so if uh if you can't donate um make sure to share go on facebook and share the post if you have any anything at all to donate if it's not money right right we okay. have uh storage space so we can store things we've had people donate uh toilet paper mm-hmm. and uh um you know plastic cups and things like that, practical things that mm-hmm. we need for daily operations that they had extra of. We've had uh, a giant stand-up freezer donated. Nice. We've had <laughs> a, uh, an oven. We've got a, a bunch of uh, smaller things. We've got tables donated. We don't have very very many chairs. Chairs or something, comfy chairs. Mm-hmm. Those would be lovely. Um, you know, just to kind of get things rolling, a conference table would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but whatever you have, contact me again, bloomingtoncenter at gmail.com and say, hey, I've got this. Can you come pick it up uh, or where can I deliver it? And we'd be really appreciative of all of that. And, of course, toilet paper is a great thing. You never <laughs> don't need toilet paper. Um, but, you know, cleaning supplies, uh, lots of things that, you know, you'd get rid of when you move and mm-hmm. uh, and. Plates. Uh, we're going to need plates and silverware and stuff for mm, for true. the phase two part of it. Another thing that would be good is probably like tampons and pads and stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've I actually have uh, I've started a uh, a nice big box of those oh, already. Good. good. So yeah, all that will be free. It won't be like the you know you won't have to pop <laughs> a quarter in. And, yeah. Is it a quarter or is it fifty Ridiculous. cents now? I don't know. I don't anyway. know. On campus now, they have them free, so that's Which really they nice. Sh- they should just they be should, free. Th- yeah, everywhere. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we are – I'm. I've got all these things popping up in my head. We have a projector, mm-hmm. so we're going to have uh, videos and, and uh, you know, movies. The, the library over at the LGBT uh, Student Center over on campus, we've already got uh, uh, an inn there, so we'll have – books so we need bookshelves um and then we have um the access to their videos and if people want to have little video screenings we should uh i've got screens and a projector but um i don't know a popcorn machine who knows that'd be nice yeah (laughs) i have a cotton candy machine that's gonna go in there oh fun yeah i know and we'll need a dentist who wants to (laughs) to move in so a live-in dentist uh is on the list (laughs) Do we have any LGBTIQ dentists in town? Who just want to spend all their time fixing people's fixing teeth. Fixing people's teeth. <laughs> Actually, that would be awesome. Well, we yeah, will honestly. be. We, part of part of the, the mission is uh, health and yeah. promotion of health. And so we're going to have a lot of stuff on uh, STDs. And, um, and we need to talk about prep. We need to talk about all of these things. There's that new thing that we didn't talk about the... Uh, bring up on the the show, which was the prep implant. Oh wow! Uh, did, Is that a thing now? Did, yeah. Oh, it's, it's been tested in animals. Oh great! And uh, they're going to start human trials here soon. That so. would be honestly amazing because I know. I mean, pills are hard to keep track of and right. hard to. I mean, yeah. Anyone who takes birth control knows that. So yeah. Yeah, this is uh, under the skin mm-hmm. implant. And um, kind of like some birth control. Yeah. Uh, Novo Norplant is at the, the yeah one? the the bar or whatever. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And you'd have you could leave it in for a year and be safe. Nice. So, yeah, that's very exciting. So we can as soon as those get you know 
work done, we'll have more information. But, you know, opening it up for people to come in and get tested, feel safe, find resources, find doctors in the area that are affirming and not, you mm-hmm. know, having to play, you know, roulette. That's so important. That. Yeah. We talked about that with the um, IU Health Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That has started to do um, uh, training basically for, for, um, issues regarding gender identity and stuff to um, be more accepting um, and knowledgeable about right. stuff so that students feel more co- more comfortable coming into the center for help, which is awesome. So yeah, that's that's an important thing that needs we were saying that that needs to be uh, implemented in more than just the IU Health Center. So yeah, exactly. And across across you know, the town and the area, mm-hmm. frankly. And part of that is educating doctors. Doctors don't feel very uh, competent about um, treating us and and uh, what things they need to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just going into doctor's offices and say, hey, uh, would you like more information about this? How comfortable do you feel? And vetting, vetting doctors and then training. And uh, that is all part of what we're here for. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. we are about out of time. Uh, again, well, it was lovely. Thank you. Yeah. And it looks like we're out of time. Wonderful job. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director, Kyria Greenberg. Our engineer is Lucas Fitch Fisher. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Roberts. <laughs> I'm Ireland Meacham. <laughs> and I'm Melanie Davis. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You are just listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. To hear more episodes of the show, please visit www.wfhb.org and click Blooming Out under the Public Affairs tab. Blooming Out is produced by and for the LGBTIQA community. To inquire about the show or to book a guest interview or to just chat, please email us at bloomingout at wfhb.org. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.